0: uh waiting it's going to be worth the wait i know we had some technical difficulties um we're super excited about tonight i know i've met with alex a little bit today and me and cassidy talked and we're all kind of like equally yoked we're all just going to scream and yell and we're going to (laughs) just tell everybody hollow word when we're just like we're pumped so that being said everybody just thanks for being patient you know thanks for um um, logging in um i <clears> want <throat> lisa did a phenomenal job yeah she uh you know talked about spiritual warfare getting ready not being a victim um and absolutely awesome i mean she was bold she was accurate mm-hmm. she talked about God's word as absolute truth i loved it um Cassidy actually said she's listened to it a few times it mm-hmm. got something different every time <laughs> um i would like to um, ask everybody to subscribe to the youtube channel and hit the like button we would appreciate it um also i would like to uh um if you're on the internet um you're watching um if you could um comment i mean we'd be more than happy to cassidy is just waiting for some really tough questions and she, (laughs) she is she's been fasting for 40 days and um she's um really ready for this thing and prepared um, also, if you're, um, listening on audio, we just thank you that you, um, realize that we only accept five-star reviews, um, because of, look at who we have here. We have, uh, Alex and Cassidy and, um, Hey, we have the A team here. So <laughs> yes, no, no, I'm not crazy. I'm just kind of goofy. Um, that being said, <clears throat> um, also, I would like you to share the audio and video with others on Facebook and Twitter. We're hearing a lot of good testimonies. Um, you know, people that are logging in, sharing it with their families. Um, people um that normally don't come to church or, you know, at least for me, I've heard two testimonies this past week of people letting me know about it. Um, also, I'd like to ask everybody if you have a chance to join us on Sunday at 10 a.m. Join the what we call the community, right? Um, you don't have to go to church. We actually have it um um on um YouTube. You can watch it live. Um, but there's something about going on there and and the energy, you know, it's kind of like a football game. You watch a football game Mm. on TV, you know, and you're all excited, but man, I'm telling you when you're at the football game, Oh yeah. You're like pumped, you know? So, um, also, um, I would like to say, um, let's start you guys ready. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as mentioned, uh, me Cassidy and, um, Alex talked a little bit about this and, um, you know, the, the the message was called raising up a standard um, against the enemy. And when she said that, the first thing I thought was, oh, here we go. Yeah, it's on and popping out, right? I was excited. <clears throat> and uh, right off the bat, she said something that really, um, I loved it. I mean, she just set the tone right off the bat. And when she said it, I'm thinking, oh, she's going to go there. You know, She's she's just going to go there. And I thought, okay, let's do it. She said, God wants to wants us to be wise to the devil's tactics. Mm -hmm. And then she explained, and this was really cool, and I love the analogy. She said, armies study um, their enemies and they make plans how to fight the enemy and what they're gonna do in certain situations in that, you know? And I thought about that and I thought, that's why we have God's word, Mm -hmm. you know, to really, you know. And then we're going to go in later. She talked a lot about the um, armor of God. But with that being said, knowing that we need to be wise, knowing that we need need to study because we're in a fight against an enemy, right? And he's not here to spank us and send us to our bedroom for two days or put us on the couch and give us a you know a ten minute punishment. He's here to kill, still and destroy. So that being said, can one of you kind of expound a little bit on um, being wise? To the tactics and planning for it.
1: Yeah, I. um, What's funny, I I know I was telling you earlier today, but like this, a lot of what she was saying, like I was sharing with the youth, like a couple months ago, like some of this exact things, like about. Imagine if someone is following you all the time, and they're looking for ways to like quite literally kill you. Like it sounds extreme. Like you wouldn't just sit there and let them, you know, like, yeah, you like go up to a, to your friend's house and be like, uh, is someone behind you following you? Like stalking you? You'd be like, oh yeah, that's just a, just a guy he that's, wants to, I've kill. Never heard you that wouldn't analogy. just sit there. You wouldn't just sit there. You would turn around and be like, uh, hello, get away from me. Like who are, you know what I mean? You would do something about it. So anyways. Um, but yeah, so to, to, to touch on like the tactics. I mean, yeah, her analogy was perfect. It's like, you don't just go into battle blind not knowing what you're facing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Didn't really, that's really good. There, you're but, ready <laughs> to go tonight. Aren't yeah. you? I can tell you're holding back a little yeah, bit. Just I let really, us yeah. have it, man. Yeah.
0: No, you're doing good. I love it.
1: Yeah. I think, well, when it, yeah, when it comes to the tactics, I mean, I know for me, like I would just, it wouldn't be until like my head hit the pillow and I'm thinking about my day and being like, man, I haven't thought about you all day. God, like, like I'm sorry. And then I would just be like, okay, Lord, like thank you for who you are and for loving me and dying for me. And then, and then I'm out. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. what is that? So I I just kind of going through the motions and it's like, no, like we have to be alert. Like we are in a battle all the time. And like, it sounds in, kind of intense, but it is intense. Like there's Amen. so much going. And I think even, in that there's like complacency, there's lukewarmness, like Mm. that in and of itself is a tactic of the enemy to like, keep us distracted, Mm. keep us just dull, like, just like a zombie, you know what I mean? Like just dull. So to, to really, for me, like it turned it around a little bit is like, just, it sounds simple, but just pressing in, like just truly pursuing him and then you know, like Lisa was saying it too, like you we got to know his word. We got to know his will. We got to know his character because when we know his character and then we, you know, we have these fiery arrows coming at us from the devil and he tries to, you know, attack us and what have you. Like, then you can sit there and go, okay, I know God. This isn't from God. So I'm going to rebuke this. I'm going to, you know, whatever. I'm going to switch my mind over. Like, I'm just going to call. I'm just going to pray. That's what I do. I'm just going to praise. You know what I mean? I just... I have to just switch and be like, I can't do this on my own. Lord, thank you. I love you. I literally just stop and I'll just be Mm. praising in my head.
0: You know, you said a word. I'm going to go down a bunny trail. (laughs) (laughs) Just inside joke. Well, these guys love to tease me. You know, that being said, um, you said pressing in. And I want to touch on that a little bit because when the enemy is planning, they're pressing in. You know, these guys know that, hey, when we hit the ground and we're on the beach, we're crawling, bullets are flying over us, we're pressing in, we're prepared. And then you also said um, another thing that, you know, and I thought you were kind of saying that the body of Christ is just kind of going through the motions sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Because if you're just going through the motions, I mean, think about it, we're creatures of habit, Right. Um, we go to the same restaurants Mm -hmm. and then we, you know, I tell my wife, yeah, I'm going to get something different today. And I look and yep, that quesadilla burger looks really good. I (laughs) get more fresh fries, you know? And then another thing is, you know, we go to church, watch almost everybody sits in the same seat all the time. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Well, it's true because she sits right behind me and Mary. (laughs) So Alex, come on. You guys move around a little bit once every year. No, what are you talking about? (laughs) No. um, So let's talk a little bit about pressing in. How do we press in? How do we press in? And then the other word is prepare. So how do we press in and how do we prepare?
2: I think reading the Bible is like a perfect example. And I think Lisa, yeah, number one, Like Lisa made that very clear on Sunday that that's like her number one as she goes to the word. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I love about her when she preaches is she just brings so much scripture into Mm -hmm. every sermon that she speaks and like when she speaks. And um, I think like the pressing in is something where, you know, you're just going deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. and you're just looking for that for more understanding, like Mm -hmm. not just reading the Bible to read the Bible to check it off your list. I think, you know, you're reading the Bible with that mindset and your intention of I want to know more. I need to know more. Like what can I learn today? How can I grow? And, I think about this and I think uh, people kind of struggle and they say like, Oh, I have a really hard time reading the Bible. I have a really hard time spending time with God. And I think about a lot, like they say what it takes like 20 days or 21 days to create a habit. Mm -hmm. And so like how many times do we start something and then stop it? And so I think it's one of those things where you read the Bible and it'll get easier. And then like it says like, it's the book of life. So it's going to give you life. And as you read the Bible and you stay consistent, you're going to want to read it more. It's Mm -hmm. not even going to be a chore anymore. You're going to just want to and desire to.
1: Well, also like, why would I read it? If I'm just going through? like, why would I read it and spend time with God? If I don't feel like I need it, Mm -hmm. like if I'm just a dull zombie walk, going through Mm -hmm. the motions, why would I feel like I need to press in? Like, and that again, that's attack. That's a, that's a lie. You know, like I'm fine. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm saved. Like God loves me. I love Him. Like we're cool. But there's more. Like I love that you said that. Yeah. So. Because
2: I don't think people think about that—that that how like complacency can be like an attack from the devil. Mm-hmm. Because he wants you complacent. He doesn't mm-hmm. want you to fulfill the plans that God mm-hmm. has for you. He wants you stuck and then like, oh, I'm good. I'm going to heaven, and that's all I need to do with my life. Yep. And now I'm gonna live and do what I want.
1: Yeah. Like I mean, I, I I'm a firm believer. We just. Uh, leon Dahan came mm-hmm. by today and it's like maybe i shouldn't have said that because no, he's an older good. gentleman yeah. and it's like dude as long as there's breath in your lungs like there is more for you yeah. here on this earth and there's more destiny there's more um people that you're you know that you're um you know going to be reaching and you know there's there's more for you to receive from from the lord as well like as long as you are here and living like There's more. So it doesn't matter if you Mm -hmm. think you're set or whatever, but yeah. And I, so moving on, I wanted to say like another thing, um, about pressing in and actually it was Lisa who preached on it uh, Mm a month ago. I remember now she was talking about, um, praying in tongues a lot. Mm -hmm. And that week, dude, I prayed in tongues more than I ever have before. And it's like, and I did like, I, I, I've been hearing so much more clearer or more clearly, clearly. <laughs> but you know what i'm saying <laughs> is that like that word no. <laughs> but i've been hearing so much more like i used to be like i would hear something and be like okay god is that you but mm. now that i mm-hmm. i mean Come i on. know more and more of his will yeah. and his words and his desire you know what i mean so it's like i don't have to second guess but you're anymore you're pressing in when you do exactly that. yeah, yeah. And, then, and that's i mean and you can go listen to elisa's message on it and everything she had to say about um speaking in tongues You can also go to the Bible about what it says about that, how it edifies ourselves. Um, And, you know, it's praying the perfect prayer. And it's like, honestly, like I I, I would, I would get so beforehand, I would get so like just lost and like, God, I don't even know what to pray for. Like I'm overwhelmed. I have family members I want to pray for. I got, you know, my church I want to pray for. I got all these things I want to pray for. Like I just stop. I just shut up and like, Mm. I'm just praying tongues. Like it's perfect. Like, and it's, you know, quote unquote, it's easy. You just got to do it uh-huh. and yeah. i think that's a big thing for me and you know talking about this complacency and whatnot like i've heard that for the six years that i've been a believer like yep get in the word get in the word and it's like i'm not a reader either so it's like mm. that was kind of like I, that was me like it's difficult you know i don't really want to do that like it's not that exciting or it was for the first little bit but now i'm like like i i don't know how i would live without it mm. you know yep So
0: yep that's good could you look up a scripture for me and read it? Yeah. First Peter five seven through nine. <clears throat> Lisa shared on the scripture. It's you know kind of about casting your cares and how Satan prowls and you know how other people have, you know, conquered stuff. And uh, you only had three seconds to actually find this scripture. So
2: Oh I got it. Cool. He said first Peter five seven through nine. Yep. Okay. So it says, Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. Stay alert, watch out for your great enemy the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are.
0: So let's, so when Lisa shared this, this has been probably my favorite scripture since I got saved. It's like my go-to. And I want to touch on something Lisa said, but, um, which she talked about Satan prowling and what that looks like. But I want to go back to 1 Peter 5, 7 in the beginning where it says, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. That's what Satan does here. Right, guys? He gets us to worry. What, what do people think? You know what I mean? Well, what's going to happen? He gets us worrying. He gets us all wrapped up and entangled in this net. You know what I mean, but then the scripture goes on and it says it says First Peter five seven casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you because your adversary the devil roams around like a roaring lion seeking he may who he may devour so if he's prowling he's looking you know and so lions let, let's talk a little bit about that lions don't always go after the biggest and the strongest animal they look for the weak one the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, The one that's injured, the one that's sick, and they go after them. I think it's the same thing here. And Lisa touched on that. Mm -hmm. You know, he's looking for easy prey. You know what I mean? And easy prey is some stuff that we're actually talking about tonight. You know what I mean? Not being ready, you know, being complacent. So, um, I guess my question is, is uh, well, let's go a little bit for fire. Let me read it again. It says, First Peter five seven, casting all your cares upon Him, for He cares for you, because your adversary, the devil, roams around like a rolling lion, seeking to make to all But it says, resist Him steadfast in faith. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't say be a victim. You know, it doesn't say feel sorry for yourself. It doesn't say tell everybody to pray for you, and then when they're done, hear my heart, guys. I'm just going to be a little bit bold, and then you confess the same thing they're trying to get off of you. You know what i mean and i guess my question is is do either one of you have anything to share on that i mean that scripture you know i mean th- that's what satan does right he's up there he's he's looking he's watching he's waiting you know
1: yeah i think going back to what like i was saying earlier like if you had that person just stalking you looking you know trying to kill the you when you the said time. from behind you yeah, yeah yeah like just stalking you all the time trying to yeah like you're a prey right mm-hmm. um and i'm kind of skipping ahead here but it's like not only do we have um you know this armor that we can put on but we do like we don't have just defense we have offense as well like and i think elisa was talking about that later on is like we have we have the sword we have the spirit uh or sorry the the word to stand on so when this lust attack this depression attack this whatever attack i mean there's a There's a defense for all of it. But then there's also like, no, get away. And we start swinging that thing. You know what I mean? We start standing on his word. Like that's, I mean, I guess, yeah, that's, it's not just defense. Like we have the power to fight back. And it feels like, I mean, that verse, I'm talking about uh, the full armor of God. Like we, yeah, it it feels like we're fighting nothing because we can't see it. But like, that's the battlefield. So
0: You know, and I'm not going to go into all of it, but I thought it was really super cool that Lisa talked about the armor Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
0: she said something that I knew, but I needed to hear it again, that all the armor is predominantly, see you kind of rubbing off on me here. (laughs) uh, um, (laughs) um, It's all pretty much defensive, except the sword, which is offensive, you know what I mean? The word the Bible says that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged mm-hmm. sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joint. It says piercing. So it's something you're using. So good stuff. Does anybody else? Do you have anybody have something to share? And go to the next thing. Okay, cool. So if you could, um in three seconds, you took four seconds last time. By oh. the way, Genesis three eleven. Oh, you got read it. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, you show <laughs> off. <laughs> what you got uh, okay.
1: and he said who told you that you were naked have you eaten from the tree that i commanded you not to eat from
0: so this was really cool um lisa talked about this and what she talked about was that's what god's that's what satan says did god really say that so listen guys um we all have something that god puts on our heart mm-hmm. you know there's been times where I've been out in public And I look at a guy and God says, go tell him this, this, and this. And I'm like, I resist you, Satan, in Jesus' name. I'm not telling that guy that. He's going to think I'm a fool. And then I'll say, God, if that's really you, put it on my heart again. And he'll say, Dave, go tell the guy. I'm like, okay, God, okay, okay. One more time, God. Tell me one more time. Dave, (laughs) you know, and you know. Do you guys have any stories maybe you can share with people that are listening? Because, guys, we all struggle with it. Everybody except Caleb, our uh, video <laughs> and sound guy, the man of God. You know, he he's he's like an arrow, man. He's like, bam, bullseye every single time. <laughs> By the way, we love Caleb. He's awesome <laughs> back there. So he's the one that actually um, got us online. We were having some technical difficulties. And I told you guys, I said, no, he's the man. Yeah. He can fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, um, someone's listening tonight, <clears throat> right? And... When I said that, this is what I really believe. I believe that people thought, you know, I do that. And I believe someone that's listening thought, I just did that today. You know, so I guess, does does either one of you had an example of God told you to do something? And whether the example is you didn't do it and you wish you would have, or you did it and the person was blessed, can any one of you think of something to where God put something on your heart and you did it? And um, what does that look like? I can share something. I got one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So um, yeah, so I was on the, I was in college and we were renting this uh, place downtown and I was taking the bus back home. And I just, I was like jamming out to worship music. And I was just like, I mean, I was like rocking and stuff. People probably thought I was crazy, but I was just, I was just really feeling it, right? So then from the bus stop on the walk home, I was walking past um, these people. They were sitting outside and I like, I still had my headphone in. So I like, I'm pretty sure I just walked past them. And like, I felt this, you know, that thing to like go over there and like talk to them or, or say something to, them. I didn't know what it was not like, it was just go over there and like talk to them. And I'm like, okay. So I, I walked right past them and I got in the house and I was like, I need to go out there and talk to them. Like, let me, let me grab some water and let me bring it out there and just go talk to them. So I did and because when i walked by there was a man and he had like a looked like a broken piece of something or other piece of wood or whatever he was like pacing up and down and this woman was sitting on the steps and she was yeah just sitting there um so i walked back and i just started talking to him i was like like hey is everything you guys okay over here and he was like he was like no man he's like i'm about to you know he was pretty colorful language, he's like, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to beat this woman. Like, you know, that's my, uh, whatever. I think they, they had a kid together. I don't know their full story, but he was planning on like taking that piece of whatever and like beating her with it. And I just, I don't even remember what I said. I think it's something to the effect of like, I don't know, like God loves you or something like, I really don't remember, but, um, he, he like, he threw the thing down and he, um, what he do? He, he just started saying, he's like saying to the woman, like, he's like, you better thank God for this man because I was about to, you know, beat you up mm-hmm. and all this, this crazy stuff. And I just, I was just sitting there just, I, and I just sat there. Like I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what their beef was, but um I guess he got like in his rage, he had, like broke his own like truck mirror or something mm-hmm. like that. So I go over there, I'm helping him sweep it up and clean it up. And like, throw the stuff away. I mean, I was just I was just there. I was just with him and like so anyways, he I believe yeah, me being obedient potentially So God was just kind of putting it on your heart to go over just there. Go over and, there. Yeah, just, just go talk over there. Just go over
0: there and talk to him yeah. and kind of
1: And I didn't know what to say cuz like I mean that that was very early in my walk, so I didn't know like at least I didn't think I knew like, how to hear from God. I just was like I don't know what to say. Like, Oh, God loves you. Or I, again, like I don't remember exactly, but I mean, just being obedient, yeah, I think. Just being there. You yeah. Know I
0: mean, made a difference. Right.
1: And then I ended up staying um, like, the, cause the man left and then I asked the woman if she needed anything. And I think I gave her the water and then she asked for a, a ride to some place or whatever, like someone she felt safe with. And so I took her and her awesome child, I think over there. So I'm like, Got and that you. was like, the, that was my evening. It was like a couple hours, you know yeah, what I mean? But it's yeah. like, man, that was like my only memory from there, basically. Amen. Cassidy,
2: you got anything? Yeah, I kind of like, I'll share a story on like the flip side of like not listening to the voice. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um,
0: I didn't know you did that. I know, I'm
2: Ignoring just it? What? <laughs> Doing something uncomfortable? Um, no, like I really, I remember a time like I felt like the Lord asked me to pray for somebody. And it was just like in a very like uncomfortable situation where I just did not feel like Mm. praying for them I don't really remember like why if it was just because I felt uncomfortable if I wasn't like a huge fan of the person if I just felt like you had said like I don't know what to say Mm. like anyway um I ended up not praying for them and then like later I felt like a lot of guilt and really Mm. just like almost like that God was like disappointed with me mm-hmm. and really I felt that made okay. me really sad. And so like, I've just feel like I needed to share that with people because I think that that's something that the devil will use and try to tell you like, yeah, well you didn't do it that time. So you're not going to be able to, and God's not going to ask you again. But like mm-hmm. in the Bible, it says his mercies are new every morning. So I just want like mm-hmm. if there's somebody mm-hmm. listening good. that, like God has asked you to do something and you haven't like don't feel like God has given up on you that he's disappointed because we all mess up and fall short and like it's just human nature and don't let the devil beat you up because that's like Lisa was saying you need to learn the tactics of the devil and that's going to be one of them is Mm -hmm. he's not going to use you and that's nothing farther from the truth because the God God is the God of a million second chances so
0: I really like how you spoke to people that were listening that you know there's no condemnation you know what i mean pick yourself up man i know i've done it many times where i was like mm-hmm. you know catherine coleman who a lot of people know um was a phenomenal walked in signs and wonders and was a teacher and someone asked her one time in an interview and i watched it <clears throat> she was a huge evangelist back in the day and someone asked her you know um back then being a woman preacher and everything was kind of frowned on and stuff and uh someone asked her so um why did God call you? And she says, well, actually I asked God that. He said, I asked somebody else and they didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wow, you know, that's awesome. So I just want to quick, share a quick story with me. It's going to be real quick. <clears throat> so Chris Shire and me were just baby Christians and God put it on my heart to invite a bunch of, we were living in an apartment building um, Foxcroft off on 44th street. And God said, invite a bunch of people to your house. I didn't know anybody. I just started knocking on doors, inviting people. And I think we ended up about 20 people. And I invited Chris. And we're all excited, man. We're going to lay hands on the sick. They're going to recover. No one better die because they're going to be raised from the dead. you know. And, and you know, Chris, Chris is just excited. And he's been that way for 30-something years. He's passionate, passionate about God. And so we all sit down. And I'm looking around. The first thing I thought was, I don't know hardly anybody here i remember the faces is knocking on the door and invite and i was shocked that so many people showed up which is maybe about 15 20 people and i looked at a lady and i remember talking to her and you know what god told me tell her to quit selling her body for drugs and money tell her that i love her tell her that i have a purpose for her and she's was created for so much more and the first thing i had was like all of a sudden all the blush rushed to my head you know and and i did this again satan there is no way you're gonna deceive me to say something like that so again i'm like god tell me god tells me again god tell me god tells me so i'm like oh man but it's like we read in first peter five seven casting all your cares. I was, I wasn't, I knew it was God. I was more worried about what everybody was going to thought of me. Mm -hmm. If I was wrong, if she looked at me like I was nuts, everybody's going to say, you're the one that invited us here. What are you doing calling her out like that? So I was like, okay, God, I'm going to do it. I did it. I got halfway into it. She busted out crying. We laid hands on her and she got saved. She got healed and she got delivered and me and Chris were only saved for a couple months. You know, So 33 years later, I still don't listen to God every single yeah. time. You think after 33 years, I'd learn my lesson, You know, but I don't. So mm-hmm. another thing that Lisa said that I want to touch, did you guys have anything well, yeah, else Yeah, I on just want to, one gotcha. thing,
1: is at the marriage retreat, Jeff and Haley, they were talking about a lot of things, but one thing that he said, or they said, I guess, that really stuck with me was like, um, you can go to God. Like, don't be afraid to go to God for the same thing. A hundred times. Mm-hmm. Don't be to go. Don't be afraid to go to God for the same thing, or like you know, for like repent for the same thing, a hundred times, a thousand times, mm-hmm. ten thousand times, or like you know, if you miss it or whatever, like, he's he's still he's still gonna be there, mm-hmm. you know. So that's good. That I, I take that with me for sure. <laughs>
0: like, so Lisa said something in. She really got revved up right here. So this is where I thought like she just really started flowing. And she said, it's time to step up and be bold and stand on God's word. Mm-hmm. Okay, so me and you were talking today. And I and I was telling you that if you actually, so I, I shared a, a, a story with, with you, Alex. And I said, just recently, I was around... A group of people, most of us were Christians, and everybody was giving their opinion. Most of their opinions was not word-based. It was flesh. It was, you know, their, their offense, um, talking out of their brokenness from the past. And I just said, hey, guys, I mean, it's great that we all give our opinion. The fact is God's word trumps everything. So what does God's word say about this? And everybody just kind of stared at me like, oh. You know and to me i was just being honest you know what i mean because i was hearing stuff that i didn't like to hear you know and these are like people that have been you know they're christians so i thought okay well i'll quote a couple scriptures so i did and all of a sudden everybody's looking at me like oh you're one of those yeah old school
1: yeah well what does that mean i was i i held my tongue earlier but it's like what does that mean Mm -hmm. what what does that mean you're one of those a believer Mm -hmm. a believer that what he says is true like how dare i think that what my feelings are or how my view or political view or any of that stuff like none of that stuff matters like wh- what do you mean one of those mm-hmm. uh, a strong uh christian a strong mighty man of god like okay like thanks <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then we talked, that's a, that's a good point. <clears throat> and I think Lisa really at this point started taking it home that God's word is absolute truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know what I mean? And she talked about some really touchy subjects and she said, look, this is sin. This is sin. Mm-hmm. This is what God's word says about it. This is what God's word says about it. But it's amazing right now. And I want to encourage everybody that's listening tonight, you know, remember that. Jesus, and, and I'm just going to throw this out there, Jesus Christ was crucified by the church. He came, he shared the word, he was absolute truth, he was perfect. And a lot of people actually believe that the unbelievers crucified him. No, the church crucified him. The people, the chosen people, the Jews, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That is crazy to think of. So the encouraging thing is sharing God's word is absolute as absolute truth is powerful. And the scripture I want to share um, for people that are listening is, it says that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joint and marrow. It's a discerner of the hearts and the intents of man. When people have a problem with God's word, sometimes it can be our delivery of how we give it. But to be honest with you, it convicts people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It really does. Um, So when I say... You know, she said to stand up and be bold. Um, Do either one of you have anything to share on that? Maybe an encouraging word, an example, anything like that?
2: Well, I feel like, you know, why can't we be bold? Like everybody in the world <sighs> has such a yeah. bold yeah. opinion. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. why can't we? Yeah. I mean, not to be like, I don't want to like say anything controversial, but people have their opinions about social life about politics and they are allowed to be bold and state mm-hmm. their opinion. So, you know, why is it that we are, um, have to be shy and quiet about ours? Yeah. Because, you know, if they're allowed to, then we should be allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. And let's, We've let, got God on our side. Let's go
0: back to the beginning of where we started talking. God has a plan. I yeah. mean, and but Satan has a plan, mm-hmm. right? And if he can get us to shut up, if, if he can get us to actually not quote God's word, yeah. but just be based on our feelings. Then what? What are we doing? Yeah, we're doomed. And then, remember, yeah. I shared with you. We we had a great conversation. You need to come and give me lunch more often. <laughs> did you buy me lunch today? <laughs> no. Oh, that's tomorrow. No. I forgot, <laughs> but I love you, dude. You're awesome, man. So <clears throat> that being said, Satan. Let, let let. So we always hear in the body of Christ that Jesus Christ is the example. We need. We're not going to ever be like him, but we need to strive to be like him. So let me ask a question. Do you remember what I told you? So what did Jesus do when he was tempted? What did he say back to Satan? Did he say, well, you know, this is what I think about this subject. Or, you know, you know, last week I didn't like the way you said that or this person. What did Jesus do?
1: He, it is written. It is
0: written. Yeah. It is written that man will not live by bread alone by every word. that I mean, that's what he said. But today that's a very unpopular thing to yeah. say, you know.
1: I I love what you're saying. I've been, I've been thinking the same thing and maybe, maybe you said it last time I was on here with you, but I I love that because everyone else is screaming their opinion and like, this is how you should think. And this is the right way. And you know, the world is changing and and this and that. And it's like, okay, the world's changing, but God isn't changing and his word is true. And so, yeah, this is my, that's the thing. That's not even my opinion. It's my opinion because it's his opinion. It's his word. So, that's what i'm going to choose to partner with not whatever it is you're selling me over here yeah so if how come i have to bow down and be tolerant of you and your view and your and i can't offend you i gotta walk no this is what it is yeah Yeah.
0: you know um so i had one of my sons i had a talk with him in the past um maybe about a year ago it was a very difficult conversation and i listened to him and i understood where he was coming from and, and and i had Sympathy for him. And then he said, so, so dad, what do you think? And I said, son, I'm just going to be honest with you. Your opinion doesn't matter. God's word matters. It's the only thing that has passed the test of time. It's the only thing that's ever helped me and you find a sense in this life and a purpose. So I am. So another story, one of my boys, he's getting older and um, he's struggling. He has to make some major decisions in his life. And he calls me, and he's 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 you know he's crying, and he's like, "Dad, what do I do?" And I said, "Son, I can, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. And if you do exactly what I do tell you to do, you're going to smell out roses." I said, "But so I'm not wasting my time. Do you promise me and give me your word as a man of God, you'll do exactly what I ask you to do?" Yeah, Dad, I'll do what I said. Fall prostate on the ground and cry out to God. Click, and I hung up the phone. <laughs> he calls me up two days later best advice i ever had dad <laughs> the carpet was wet you know and but he grew yeah i noticed a difference in him he got a revelation knowledge but it was god's word because remember it says god's word is sharper than any two-edged sword yeah. piercing even to the division of soul and spirit it's a discerner of the hearts and man that's what he did he fell prostrate. he cried out to god he Searched for it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't complacent. He went for it, and you both have been touching on it, guys. This is really good stuff. Can you tell I'm getting excited? Yeah, I'm ready to jump out of my shoes, man. Mm-hmm. This is a good subject. Anything else on this before I go to the next thing? Ephesians 4:14. Who can find that in three seconds? Oh, <laughs> Uh-oh, it's a, it's a. There is no prize to get find it the fastest, guys. So, Caleb, okay, you got it. What is it, 4, four what, 4.14? Four <laughs> oh, I got it. Caleb, come Ephesians on, man. Forward. You got to get involved here.
2: <laughs> is Caleb going to read it for us? Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay, Ephesians 4.14. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be mm. tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. Hmm. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth.
0: So this scripture, guys, I'm not, hey, I'm getting excited. Let me yeah, pull this mic. Me, oh, yeah. Give me hey, give hey me we're going to arm wrestle here pretty quick, buddy, okay? I don't know why. but okay. <laughs> We're ready to go. We're all going to go to the gym after this. No, <laughs> Okay, guys, listen. He, this scripture is talking about being rooted and grounded in God's word. And as um, that scripture, you were sharing that scripture, God gave me a picture of a big oak tree. So a big oak tree, they go deep, right? The, the roots go deep, but there's trees where the roots go shallow. Mm-hmm. And you'll see, when we have storms, you'll see these trees, they'll fall over, and then you look at it, and at the bottom of it looks like a frisbee, and there's barely any roots. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't ha- they're don't, they not grounded, they're not rooted. Have you ever seen an old, big oak tree fall over? No, I haven't. I've seen um, <coughs> lightning hit it and crack it all up. That's what God wants. He wants us to be rooted. He wants us to be grounded. So let me ask you guys a question. You know, before I keep talking, get all excited, I'm getting all sweaty and, you know, ready to, you know, go jog 10 miles or something. I'm just, this is good, guys. Yeah. Share with me about rooted and grounded. Guys, if I came to you and I said, what do I need to do to get rooted and grounded?
1: I mean, I feel like we kind of already touched on it. But yeah, I mean, same same thing. It's And that's what I've been realizing in these last like eight or nine months is like it really is simple it's just you just got to put forth the action itself like i don't want to read doesn't matter i need to read Mm. i need to get with him i don't want to pray i don't know what to pray doesn't matter i need to pray Mm. i need to you know what i mean yeah
0: so we didn't touch on prayer
1: that's true. I don't think we, we didn't did. Get there That's yet. good. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get there yet. Yeah. So
0: let's talk about some stuff we talked about. You guys mentioned getting in the Word. Mm-hmm. We talked about not being complacent. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about prayer. So the Bible says that the effector fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. But, you know, I was actually just sharing with somebody um, that prayer seems to be like a lost art in the body of Christ. You know what I mean? I mean, you just don't see it a lot. You know what I mean? And that's unfortunate because that's what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. He was the example, right? <clears throat> Does anybody have anything to share on being rooted and grounded?
1: I I think I think again like like this this uh, Ephesians 4:14 4, talking about um so that we let's see so that we're not deceived and that you know I I think of like the counterfeits like that's what also the devil is he's a counterfeit you know talking about in the wilderness too he tried to twist it he tried to bend it he tried to you know but when you when you are grounded when you know who you are and you have the helmet of salvation like then you can you can say like no this is counterfeit no this is a fig tree like no this is not this is not of God. Like I, I resist you. I rebuke you. I swing my sword at you. This mm. is what God says about, it. you know what I mean? So I think it just gives you mm. the, it just gives you like the discernment. And like ever since I was a baby believer, I still kind of am. But you know, when I first got saved, like that was the first thing I, I ever consistently prayed for was like, God, give me discernment. Cause like, I don't know what is right. Like I just got knowledge of you. Now tell me what's right. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to do, where to go or this or that. And, I would get stuck in my head all the time. But it's like, again, the more you press in and the more you're rooted and grounded in him and you know his voice versus the, uh, you know, Satan's voice. Like you, you can, you can navigate your way better.
0: So the cool thing about this is we're kind of going full circle right now. So in the beginning, we talked about, you know, a little bit about Adam and Eve, you know, about him saying, but did God say, okay, and then what? 2000 years later or whatever it was. What did he do to Jesus? Did God say? Mm -hmm. He doesn't have any new tricks. I want to share with everybody that's listening tonight that if God, or I mean, sorry, if Satan tells you, did God tell you that? Or did God say that in the word? If he challenges you, he's not doing anything that he hasn't done for thousands of years. And that's why both of you have touched on this. It's important to get into God's word, and Lisa said it's important to know God's yeah. word, mm-hmm. so you know your enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, when the soldiers get on the, you know, on the beach and they start crawling, and you know, I remember when I was a little uh, um, kid many years ago, by the way, um, and you had the little army men. Mm-hmm. I used to always love the ones that you could put in there. They were flat, you know. All the mm-hmm. k- 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 you know, I always thought those were the coolest ones. You know what I mean? I never realized until tonight. You want to know why they did that? They planned that. There was stuff flying over them.
2: Bullets. You know what I mean? They're trying to sneak up on the enemy. So we're well, talking about knowing the word like using that analogy of like a soldier, like when they're in battle, they don't have time to go mm. talk to their commanding officer be yeah. like, Oh, what do I do? Like that's their second nature. It's their mm-hmm. instinct to yep. know what Ooh. to do when you're in the word and you know, the word Come versus just on. reading the word, yeah. you know, it. it's in you and God brings that to your remembrance. You are going to have your defenses with you at all yes. times. Wow.
1: Wow. And that's what Chris, he's talked about all the time yeah. is, is, um, yeah, just, just being being ready with, with all that and, and um, just standing on it and, yeah.
0: You know, that is a really good point that you brought up mm-hmm. there. I mean, that was profound. Yeah. So I guess my question is, is okay, so um, recently, I you know, well, a few years back, I started getting a little overweight and I wanted to lose weight and I didn't really have a plan. I just thought, well, I'll just lose weight. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. I had to have a plan. Mm-hmm. So once I got the plan in me, right, And I knew what I had to do, the calories that I had to do, you know, going to the gym and stuff. It was in me, so it became natural. That's kind of what you're talking about here. You know what I mean? Spiritually, you know, the Word of God, it just comes out. You know, it's it's alive. It's living. It's powerful. It's inside of us. And, you know, I want to encourage everybody that's listening that, you know, you're not here by accident. We're not here by accident. Before God formed the foundation of the world, he knew that we would be here tonight talking. You know what I mean? And what they did in the Old Testament is they built a tabernacle. They built a big tent. And I kind of mentioned this last time on my podcast. And everybody was like, ooh, God's in there. And then what they don't know is the priest would go in there and he had to do everything perfect. They would tie a rope to his leg. If he went in there and he made one simple mistake, dead. But guys, we have God living inside of us. Mm-hmm. That is exciting. We got the God that created the universe, the God that told the depths of its seas, you can transgress no farther. And he lives inside of us. He loves us. He's our biggest fan. And He we have total access to him. So I want to encourage everybody that's listening tonight. You got God living inside mm-hmm. of you. And, and like you guys are sharing some really, really good stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Did you have something? No, oh,
1: okay. I just wanted to share too, like, so I've been, I shared this with you earlier, Dave, but since uh, I know the exact date, December 4th of last year, I've been, I felt like I was like snapped out of something, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm pressing in more than I ever have in my, um, in my life. But um, very early on in this, you know, throughout that first month of December, um, God kind of put on my heart that he was showing me that you are a he, he called me a warrior in training mm. you know we're talking about going into battle and stuff and it's like he's put all these things on my heart and like these things Chris if Chris is listening he's he he's been telling I told me Chris this.
0: Chris he had to listen tonight because <laughs> Cassidy was on well Cassidy's I, his favorite every, <laughs> every
1: time I see Chris for the past like month or so he's just been like you know you're you know, the things that God's put on your heart, you're going to see him. You're gonna, And like, I, I just laugh. Cause I'm like, Hey, I already know Chris. I was like, but it's, you know, you, you wouldn't just put a 17 year old, you know, warrior or whatever, like kid who's about to, like you don't just throw him into the battle. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know how to hold the sword or mm-hmm. hold his shield or maybe his helmets on crooked or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got to go and you have to train, you have to spar, you have to, okay, when he does this move, you got to do this move and parry that way and this and that. It's like, God showed me like, that's what you, Alex, are doing right now. I'm showing you. So when you get this attack, you lift that shield, you know, you deflect that fiery arrow. And, you know, for now it's like, okay, God, you know, I'm, I'm realizing this attack. Maybe I stumbled a little bit, like no more next time I'll be ready. Just like training, just like lifting or doing whatever, like playing soccer or basketball or whatever, like, when they try to pick you, you you know you do this, right? So, um, yeah, he's just showing me that like that like that's what you are. And right now it's just like, okay, here comes that attack. I gotta quite literally I'll Google like okay scripture for this yeah. kind of attack, and it's like okay. But then I just um, next time it comes, I don't have to Google it anymore. Yeah, you got I just, it in here. I got it, yep. you know, and I can stand on it. I can swing that thing. I can raise this shield you know what I mean? Yeah. So Amen. that's, and I think that's, um, that's not just for me. I mean, that's for anyone who, mm. who wants to, uh, you know, who's pressing in, like at least for, again, that's, he showed that to me, but, and I'm just taking that, I'm running with it. I'm like, yeah. okay, God, like, and it gave me pa- uh peace and patience to just walk it out with him. Like, I'm not just going to be perfect. You know, here's this today, today's day and age. We want things just like right then and there. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to walk with him too, you yep. know, and
0: God's timing. Yeah you know cassidy i want to share something with you i don't know if you know this but last time i was on a podcast with you you said something and it's the one thing that was said and that's people have come up to me and talked to me about it you said you need to take the lies from the enemy and replace it with god's word it in your heart i'm telling you (laughs) i wish i would have said it because i kept having people coming up i mean my wife says it chris said he was going to do a sermon on it he was going to steal it from you and I had people at church like, yeah, that that one lady she said about you know God, you know the enemy's lies and replacing it with God's truth. And I'm thinking, man, that could that would be a good book that you could mm. write. That would be the title, <laughs> right? I mean, I just wanted to mention that to you because you know, um, people are listening. You know, so let, let let let's talk a little bit about the people that are listening. Someone might be here and saying, you know, Alex Cassidy, Dave. I understand what you're saying I get it right I'm struggling and I'm having a real hard time walking out what you're talking about I've been trying it for a while I'm not seeing it do do one of you guys have an encouraging word for something that you know as I said that something has touched your heart because I'm gonna be honest with you for us to say everything's puppy dogs and rainbows and Mm -hmm. everybody's okay and they're not going there's guys there's people out there struggling their marriages you know what I mean? Um, people are dying. People are getting sick. People are discouraged. People are going through depression. And do either one of you have something to say to them? They're saying, "You know, guys, I've tried to do what you're you're talking about. You know, and 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 I'm really struggling, and I'm not seeing it. And they're discouraged. Um, do, you, do you have anything that maybe we could share with them tonight? Something that we could encourage them in? Excuse
1: me. Sorry, a burp there.
0: I'll start. Okay. Okay. So I just want to say it's a choice. Yeah. It is. So um, open up God's word, read it. So this is what I do. I'm just going to tell you what I do personally. I go to an area where I'm struggling and I still got one of those God promises books. And I read scriptures so till I get a scripture. And then I press in and I say, God, give me a revelation knowledge of this scripture. The scriptures that I've been quoting tonight. Every single one of them, I walked out a whole lot of crap before I was victorious. One time my wife told me, do you have any idea how many times you've quoted James 4-7 today? If you mm-hmm. submit to God, resist the devil, he must flee. Leave me alone, Satan. Mm-hmm. You know, I was saved just for a couple years. I was struggling. I was in a war. He wanted to take me out. So I pressed in. I got the word in me. I And you talked about a habit, like 21 days. Mm-hmm. You know, and you talked about, you know, on being complacent and mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta go for it. You know what I mean? We have to train. I just want to tell everybody, I don't, there, there's not a magic recipe. Mm-mm. There's not. But I will tell you this, that God's word is absolute truth. It's alive. It's living and it's powerful. And if we get it in us, if we press in, if we ask God to, to help us, if we're humble, we will come out smelling like roses. Mm-hmm. It's proven. God's word is proven. Amen.
2: Well, yeah, amen. amen. I think that too, like, Um, I know people struggle and like, it is a choice. I think you need to read the Bible. And I think honestly, even feeling like nothing's happening and that it's not working is another lie of the devil. I think the devil can lie to you and tell you you're not getting better. You're still the same person. You haven't changed when, you know, there's no way that you can't read the word of God and spend time with God and not come out changed. Like he Mm. is going to soften your heart and it's, you might have to make the choice to press in. But I think that's a huge lie of the enemy saying that you aren't going to change and nothing's going to happen because he doesn't want you to get in the word. He doesn't want you to press in or pray or be around community or be around people to encourage you. I think he's trying to keep you away from that. So if he can make you believe that you aren't changing and that it's that God isn't going Mm. to help you that you're not going to.
0: So you actually I I have a, title for your second book. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's a lie. Because <laughs> you just come up with some good stuff, yeah. girl. We're gonna have you on here more often for sure. Jeez. Well I was gonna
1: say like on that note, like it's not always instant. Mm-hmm. You come, know? On. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, come on. It's like it takes like
0: but isn't that what society is? Yeah. Microwave yes. popcorn yeah. credit yeah. cards. You don't have to get yeah. it you don't have to save for it. You can get it now.
1: Yeah. Well mm-hmm. and that's just and like if God wants to just heal you right now instantly if he wants to like change your thinking just right now instantly give you a vision give you revelation like he he can and he does for sure mm-hmm. but sometimes it it's not always like that you know i don't know why ask him you know but yeah yeah and i was i was just gonna say to your point about you know it is it's it's i've learned it's a it's discipline like Mm -hmm. it really is and like no one likes discipline no one likes to stick to something especially if you don't feel like it's doing anything it's not working it's not how is it serving me and again the society especially american culture i think is like we've been so like bred to believe that like we're number one Mm -hmm. and like my opinions matter the most my feelings matter the most i'm the best and you know that's that's, you know, like against God, not so much like his, yeah. his, his thoughts towards us matter the most, yeah. his opinions matter the most, his word matters yeah, the it. most. And yeah, it's just so anyways, discipline. When it, you it were, is a choice. when you
0: were sharing that, um, I had this thought in my head of, so you get a kid that likes to play baseball, right? And six months go by and he still wants to play baseball, but he's discouraged because he doesn't know how to play baseball, Right. And then his dad says, well, son, you never practice.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, I have a mitt and I have a bat in a garage and I've offered to play catch with you, but you don't practice. Yeah. You don't, you know, you don't put the effort. You know, it's not a choice for you. You're not, and here, everybody that's listening, there is no condemnation. Mm-hmm. If there's anything that we've said here tonight, we are not trying to come off mm-hmm. condemning and I'm not either. But are we the little boy that's taken the baseball mitt and the bat and we're out there and we're practicing? Are we the kid in the basketball out in his backyard in the winter? He shovels all the snow and he's shooting 53 throws a day. Or are we the kid that says, you know, I'm just going to show up for the team. And I just believe I can dribble a basketball. And then he's a victim. Well, the coach didn't like me and this and that. But did Mm -hmm. you really practice? Did you really get it in you? Did you really study it? Because if you do that with God's word, it's living and powerful. God's word does not come back void. Yeah. If you get God's word in you and it's living and powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, it's going to change you. Yeah. One more thing I want to bring up, and, and and I kind of said all this to get to this point because this was huge. Lisa talked about unforgiveness.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, she actually said, if any of you have, and I love how she was so compassionate when she shared it. She said, and I can't say it like her, but she said, If you have any unforgiveness, please forgive. And then she talked about the enemy tells you, you can't forgive. Look what they did to you. How dare them do that to you? You can forgive. And then she talked about what unforgiveness does in your life. How it, it, so you think this is, she shared on this a little bit. You think because you can't forgive somebody that that's something on them. No, you're in bondage. And she shared on that if you don't forgive and you have unforgiveness, I mean, you're the one struggling. They might have moved on. So I guess my 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 question is: before we wrap up tonight, let's talk about a little bit about unforgiveness. Um, maybe a story that you might want to share. Maybe um, some advice. Maybe some encouragement. Um, do one of you have something? Someone's out there they're listening tonight, and they're like, when I when I when I talked about unforgiveness, it's like a scar, mm-hmm. and it still has a scab, and it's on your leg. And you don't really notice it until you bump it. And then it hurts and it bleeds. And I think that when I brought up unforgiveness and when Lisa did on Sunday, people start thinking about the people. And she yeah. mentioned this. <laughs> you, you, When I said that, you started thinking about the person you couldn't, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, she touched on that. So anything on your guys' end? Yeah.
1: I mean, even you saying that right now, I feel, like, I feel like getting up and just go sitting in a corner and just being, just like, you know what I mean? Just wallowing in it and thinking about like, oh, man, this person – Mm. They did me wrong or they did my family wrong. but the hope in that is I, I'm still trying I'm still trying to walk it out. I'm just gonna be honest Come like, on. I'm not gonna sit you're here and being, say you're being I've honest, forgiven you're being this person like fully and I've heard people say, you know and even Lisa, I think on Sunday like you forgive by faith and then healing comes after like okay. for me like I've forgiven this person so to speak like three times at least that i can think of Mm. and like truly like i'm like god really like i don't want this like i don't want to hold this against this person i don't want to feel this way you know this person probably doesn't even realize that i feel this way but like god i just i don't want this anymore but whenever i like come into contact with this person i'm just like it still hurts and like the healing is not coming fast enough and like and also Mm. like this person is not a believer so it's like I got, I got, I have to be the bigger, the bigger person. Right. And like, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to just, this you is know good. what I mean? So I, but it's, it's still tough. I'm, and the hope in that is I, and I believe it was God. I just felt, I just, all of a sudden I just dropped in me to like, just call, just call him up, mm-hmm. just call him up real quick and just chat. And like, again, this person has no idea that how I feel, but mm-hmm. it's like, just call him up and just chat. And like, as a great conversation, I'm like, this is the type of stuff I feel like I need to do. I mean, sure, have wisdom, you know, with this person who's an unbeliever. I'm not going to go to this person for spiritual advice or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But like, yeah. So, I mean, after that conversation, I'm like, that was really, that was really good. And it's like, it's starting to like change my perspective on this person and, you know, start to look at them mm-hmm. with more. Uh, like godly goggles, I like dude. I want
0: to. I want to tell you, man. I love you, dude. I love your heart. I mean, for you to share and and just to be naked and open like that, and really share that, because you know people are watching us, and they might be looking at me and saying, you know. Dave has problems, but they're looking at you guys. Saying, I mean, these guys got it together. <laughs> they're are almost are per- they're are almost are perfect." And that, no, real, to be yeah. serious, but for for you to be open and honest like that, I really appreciate it. Cassidy, do you have anything to share on that?
2: Yeah, um, I think that there's always opportunity to have unforgiveness, and I know I have. Like you had said too, when Lisa talked about on Sunday, there was a person that came to mind, and. I felt all that bitterness come back and I had to kind of check myself and I was like, nope, I've chosen to forgive them. And Mm. like you had said, Alex is just the healing comes with time Mm. and it is Mm. tough. Like you do have to make that choice to forgive them. And sometimes I feel like hanging on to that forgiveness feels like a justice, like it's your right to be unforgiving towards them because it feels good in the moment, but it's terrible for you not only is it terrible Mm. for you spiritually but physically it can make you ill if you hold that unforgiveness towards people and um i have had to forgive this individual on several occasions and i have to continue to because Mm. obviously i'm not to the point in my heart where I have completely forgiven and feel free from that. But I know that anytime I do go to the Lord and say, you know what, God, I'm choosing to forgive them. And I'm walking in faith, knowing that you're going to heal me and Mm. that I can move forward. And Mm. after that, I know I do feel really very free. And like, it's like a burden that's like lifted off of me. And God has even challenged me in those moments. Like when I'm struggling with that person that I have unforgiveness towards is to pray for them. And that's, that's hard, mm. I because the last thing you want to do is pray f- for good for that person because mm. they've done you wrong or they've hurt you, and it's good. That's something that I've had the Lord ask me to do, not because I wanted to, yeah. but it changes your heart for them because it mm. gives you the perspective of they're God's child, just like you are.
1: Amen. Yeah. yeah, I think what, like what you're saying too. It's like I'm over here talking about discipline, and you're talking about choices, and like that. It's like that got me what you're saying. Like, you know, I'm talking about this attack and that attack and learning to stand on God's word about it and go to him with it. But when I feel that, you know, that those wounds or whatever from that unforgiveness comes back up, I, I don't choose to forgive that person again, or, you know, like remind Uh myself that I have forgiven them. And that is what is holding me back Uh from living, a, you know, trans transformed life in mm. in that area. So I mean it's good. I mean, yeah, you're right on it's a it's a choice. Like how come I'm choosing to to fight this battle and that battle and try to grow in this area and that area. But then that one comes up, I'm like, yeah. I don't know, God. Like probably not. Yeah. And I just tell him all the ways that, they, <laughs> that yeah. this person yeah. hurt me and that I wow you know why I'm upset. And it's like that stuff is real and yeah. it hurts. But Amen. it's like Amen. it's a choice. Like you just gotta Amen. do it. Amen. So
0: good stuff tonight, guys. I yeah. I, I just honestly want to tell you from my heart i've had a good time tonight yeah you guys are awesome man this was really good Caleb. you talked a lot tonight but i just (laughs) want to tell you dude we forgive you um we we're making a choice here um (laughs) next time we're on the podcast with you you could just tone it down a little bit i would appreciate it Caleb. you're awesome um i just want to say a few things again as we're wrapping up um guys again audio five star review um um again no four star reviews we only accept five star reviews because look at the team that we have here they tonight. dock our pay if
3: we get <laughs> less than they paid. don't have yeah. to come back we don't get paid. no we no. don't get
0: we don't get gas money and then Caleb won't talk anymore so no lunch And then, yeah, or dinner you, you owe me lunch tomorrow dude so if you don't I forgive you, you
2: don't
0: have snacks this time. I know ridiculous <laughs> Doritos and Bob so also guys um If there's something on this tonight um, touched your heart, please, please, please share it. Um, Get the word out. There's something that was said tonight that, you know, maybe someone needed to hear and really set them free. Other thing is, um, Sunday, 10 a.m., I really want to encourage you to stop out, um, join the family, the community, Um, great music. Um, It's amazing. So when my wife, we hear the worship songs on TV, we have multiple singers at um church and mary always says you know i really like this song but i love the way so and so sings it at church Mm -hmm. you know so she says that all the time so and that's true so um closing um cassidy could you lead us in prayer
2: yeah amen all right god thank you so much for this time here and thank you every for everybody that has listened tonight and that will listen to the podcast in the future and i just ask lord that if anybody is struggling with anything that we have spoken about that you will just um soften their heart and speak to them and help them to just grow and be disciplined and choose um, to just live in a way that is pleasing and honorable to you. Um, I just thank you so much for the time that we've had, and I ask that you will bless us throughout the week Mm -hmm. and just help us to fight against the devil, and please just bring to remembrance and help us to recognize Mm any time the devil has attacked us and replace those lies with your truth. I thank you so much that you are so good and faithful, and I pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. name Amen. 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 Everybody have
0: a good night.